It's time once again to take the chains off your brain so you don't remain insane on this wild and crazy infinite plane. Just heard about Astrofest, where eight people died and Travis Scott did not stop the concert when fans were pleading and begging for him to do so. And I don't want to go too far down the road of Hollyweird and what goes on in the Black Eye Club and the one eye club and all of the darkness and all of the depravity and all of the individuals that were on the notorious flight log. And I truly believe in the future that the truth will come out and light will prevail over darkness. So I want to keep it positive. And if you've made it this far, you know what we're up against. And this is a channel that preaches peace and love and harmony and family and holistic wellness. And I'm fascinated by the physical vehicle and consciousness and had to pull myself up from the gutter of depression and get out of a dungeon that I never thought I would escape from metaphorically and literally. And maybe one day I'll tell that story. But for now, I want to go ahead and clear the space and probably light some Palo Santo so we can say a prayer for a thousand years of peace because you all know it's going to probably take that long to fix all of the dysfunction that we're witnessing in clown world. So let me go ahead and ring this beautiful handmade Tibetan singing bowl that was brought back from Nepal after the earthquake uh, several years ago. And those of you that are going to see the video stream will, will see the screen shares that we're going to do. Those of you that are just on audio, thanks for being here. You can catch the podcast on Spotify and Apple and all the rest of them, but Spotify is my favorite. And there's been a lot of requests for more. So here we are. And meditation doesn't have to be difficult. None of this is medical advice. And, and I have to say that before we begin, the information contained in this podcast is not diagnosed to, not intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any disease. I'm definitely not a doctor and thankful I'm not one because in the United States of America, the former land of the free and home of the brave, where now everyone feels like a muzzled slave, the third leading cause of death is medical mistakes, but they give it a fancy term called iatrogenic causes. Iatrogenic causes is when a medical professional makes a mistake and it's the third leading cause of death. So I can assure you, ladies and gentlemen, because those are the only two options on this channel, ladies and gentlemen, this information is not medical advice. Do your own research before implementing any of the modalities in the Unchained Life Manual uh, or making any changes to your diet, supplement regimen, or beginning an exercise program. So let's go ahead and clear the space. We're going to ring the handmade, beautiful Tibetan singing bowl. I'm going to bring the microphone over here and we're just going to go ahead and hit this thing and we're going to let it ring. We're going to breathe and we're going to clear the space. In my humble opinion, sound is medicine and this is the sound of Om.
It's amazing how long they ring. And sometimes you just need a moment. We don't have to be so serious about meditation. You know, we don't have to go sit in full lotus under an oak tree or up in the mountains in, in total solitude, even though that's wonderful and everybody should try that. Take a moment, sound therapy, a singing bowl, sulfagio frequencies, binaural beats, put some headphones in and pull up binaural beats or sulfagio frequencies on Spotify and listen to some harmonic resonance to retune this vehicle because we all need it. So TikTok has been a blast so far and a really smart kid who happens to be my son told me I should jump on social media because I wrote a book called The Unchained Life Manual. And here is the book. It is available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle. You can find it on eBay and Goodreads. And we're working on narrating the book for Audible. So it should be available on Audible within the next few weeks. It's been amazing. So my kid talked me into doing TikTok. And I'm going to go ahead and drag the profile over so everybody can take a look at what has gone on so far. So over 26,000 subscribers, I don't really like to use the word followers, but 26,000 subscribers and 121,000 likes. And the video that we did yesterday on the pineal gland and iodine is already right around 40,000 views since yesterday afternoon. So that to me is really motivating. The comments have been phenomenal. 98% of them have been positive and it's been fun to engage with people all over this infinite plane. And it's been a lot of fun because it's actually restoring my faith in humanity. So if you wanna find us on TikTok, you can find us at unchained.brain on TikTok. So what are we gonna talk about today? I, I wanna touch on the pineal gland and iodine and the fluoride and bromine detox. We're gonna start there and then maybe we might even jump over to talking about some cryptocurrency and we're gonna talk about the analysis and assessment of the gateway process and a book that I'm gonna grab real quick. that is floating around here. It's the Kundalini experience, but I think I left it upstairs. I will tell you about it. I'll tell you where to get it. And you can also find it in the analysis and assessment of the gateway process that is a CIA declassified document and talks about the power of the mind and the power of consciousness and also synchronizing the two hemispheres of the brain. So we are truly an amazing machine and it's no wonder that they try to keep us rooted in the lower three energy meridians, you know, rooted in fight and flight and fear and greed and envy and lust and jealousy and anticipation and all of these negative lower level emotions that are, are rooted in the, in the root chakra, the root energy meridian and the sacrum and the solar plexus, all of the lyrics, all of the, all of, in all of the music, and the movies and and the whole energetic frequency of of our reality is designed to prevent you from from living from the heart and from experiencing higher consciousness so before we get too far 
And a good segue would be into the pineal gland because Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about the pineal gland as the gateway to higher consciousness. And he says that in the research they've done, there are these little crystals that are stacked in a formation of rhomboids and that they are piezoelectric crystals. So there is an energetic vibration in that gland. And the gland is also responsible for making melatonin. And those of you watching the video, I'm wearing some blue light blocking glasses right now because as soon as the sun goes down and the artificial lights go on from LED lights, the can lights overhead, or the computer monitors, or the phone, you're being bombarded with blue light. And so the blue light wavelength actually prevents the pineal gland from making melatonin. So when you're ready to go to sleep, most people are tossing and turning until 1.30 or you know 2.30 in the morning with racing thoughts and they're simply unable to sleep, but they're exhausted during the day. So we are living in a society where the majority of us are being bombarded with artificial light at night and throughout the day, especially if somebody's working in an office building with fluorescent lights above them that have a very, very high pitched flicker rate to where the human eye cannot discern the flickering of the lights. And it's, it's amazing because it just, you know, it's draining the life force out of people. And so cortisol levels are through the roof. And when these people try to go to sleep at night between all the caffeine and the sugar and the processed foods and the overall stress of their daily life, they can't get restful sleep. And, and it's a compounding problem that really increases exponentially over time and and wreaks havoc on the nervous system and the 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 muscle system and and your overall energetic frequency is limited so using blue light blocking glasses it's something we talk about in the book is key to helping to reset the circadian rhythm but before we go down the the road of the circadian rhythm let's get back to the pineal gland for a minute so it makes melatonin what else does it do? Well, if you look at a lot of spiritual literature uh, over, over the ages and, and yogic philosophy, the pineal gland is considered to be the third eye, which is where we gain our, our spiritual vision, where we are able to sense intuitively the unseen. And it's, it's really an amazing gland, and supposedly it was much larger in our past, but over time uh, it has shrunk and it is not as powerful as it used to be. A lot of people talk about fluoride and bromine being an issue, and this ties into iodine supplementation because fluoride and bromine and iodine are considered to be halides, and at a molecular level, they're all very similar, but iodine supposedly has less molecular weight than bromine and also fluoride. So many people believe that fluoride is responsible for calcification uh, and limitation and hindrance of pineal gland function. And also bromine, which you look at brominated vegetable oil and bromine is absorbed into the thyroid breast tissue, ovaries, and testes, and a lot of internal organs. 
a lot of people believe that that bromine consumption is responsible in part for the epidemic of breast cancer and also thyroid dysfunction. If you look at our history, in the late 1800s, the pharma company called Merck released a manual uh, regarding iodine, and they touted iodine as a quote-unquote miracle cure for something like 800, 700 or 800 different serious health conditions, asthma, eczema, depression, insomnia, circulatory issues, heart issues, acne. It was, the list goes on and on. You have to search for, and you'll find it, the Merck manual from the late 1800s. Probably it's still listed prior to 1950 when the FDA came into power. But iodine was was touted as a miracle mineral, and it really is phenomenal. So there is in the Unchained Life Manual, you'll find the fluoride and bromine detox chapter. I also suggest that you buy an amazing book that was written by Dr. David Brownstein called Iodine, Why You Need It, Why You Can't Live Without It. And he talks about the iodine loading protocol, how to take it, and also doing the iodine loading test, which involves taking 50 milligrams, uh, one dose of 50 milligrams of iodine, and then doing a urine collection over a 24-hour period. And then you bring the collection container back to either LabCorp or Quest Diagnostics, and they will determine how much iodine you've excreted and if you are at the proper saturation levels, you will be excreting 45,000 micrograms, which is what the test will show, or that equates to 45 milligrams of iodine. So if you are at full iodine saturation in the thyroid, the ovaries, the testes, all the internal organs that need iodine for proper function, you will be excreting 90%. Now, if you are not excreting 90%, it means that you have a deficiency in the words of Dr. David Brownstein, and he claims to have treated over 5,000 patients with iodine successfully with unbelievable results. And so what does that mean for the pineal gland? In my humble opinion, if you combine it with boron, it is another powerful tool to decalcify the gland. Now, what happens when your pineal gland is decalcified? Are you able to move things with your mind? Are you able to walk through walls? Are you able to, to you know, manifest psychic phenomenon uh, in, in, into this reality? I'm not going to make any outlandish claims on this channel, and I, I think that we need, to take, we need to take the new age movement with a grain of salt because I do not believe we're living in the fifth dimension. I believe we are barely, barely scratching the surface of what I call 4D or the fourth dimension. And for those of you that don't know what fourth dimensional consciousness is, you need to remember the movie Ghostbusters. And let me just go ahead and drink some of this ice cold distilled water, which everybody should be doing. Love it. Somebody said to me, you're going to die if you drink distilled water. And I said, I'd be dead three years ago because I've been drinking a gallon, you know, a half gallon to a gallon a day of, of distilled water for something like three years now. So 
I think that in conjunction with the Himalayan salt, the sea salt, the iodine, and the boron is just phenomenal for detoxification. And you will notice your skin improve and you might even start regrowing hair. Uh, people have reported vision improving. Personally, I wore contact lenses for 20 years and I had 20-30 vision in one eye and 20-35 on the other side that I got into the car accident broke every bone in my face. So my vision was not good. And I went to an ophthalmologist about a year ago because I just felt like I did not need the corrective lenses, the glasses, or the contacts anymore. And they tested my vision 20-20 in both eyes. And my woman was shocked because I always had to wear contact lenses. So I, I believe truly that we can wind the clock back. So I don't want to digress too far. Let's jump back into fourth dimensional consciousness. So remember the movie Ghostbusters. And in the very end of the movie, when they're battling Gozer the Gozerian, they had to clear their minds. And the reason why they had to clear their minds is because Egon told them that if anything they thought about would manifest because they were battling Gozer the Gozerian in the fourth dimension. So everyone was able to clear their minds except for Ray. That's Dan Aykroyd's character. And what did he think about? He thought about the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man and what manifested into physical reality. A giant Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. And then they had to work together and they, they crossed the streams and they defeated the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. But the, where I'm going with this is that Fourth dimensional consciousness is where thoughts become reality instantaneously. And in my opinion, the pineal gland is a crucial part of the energy meridian system that allows us to begin to manifest more of what we want and less of what we don't want into physical reality. And so how do you know it's working? Well, I don't want to sound too much like the secret because we're not here to manifest mansions and Bugattis, although money is very important and it allows you to eat organic foods and live in a nice home and drive a nice vehicle and and you know really be able to play and have fun. You know, you can't you can't go buy a season pass uh, to the mountain to go snowboarding without money. You can't fill up your tank without money. You can't buy organic foods and supplements without money. So when I talk about manifestation, that can totally be a part of it. But the way you know that it's working is let's say you drive into Costco one day and the parking lot is jam packed and you just take a deep breath and you exhale and you know that you're going to find a spot and you create a parking spot right up front. You're driving down a row, you're driving down the aisle and someone backs out right in front of you, right up front and you just slide on into that parking spot. That's a little tiny iota of what is possible with the power of manifestation. There's a legend about the Hindu guru, Ramana Maharshi, and I'm very hesitant talking about gurus because I think that there is, is so many charlatans and, and just fake prophets. Just the, it's the, that, whole, that whole arena is full of deceivers, but Two of my favorites, Nisargadatta Maharaj that wrote, I am that, and I, I'm a fan also of Ramana Maharshi. 
there's a legend about Ramana Maharshi and he wanted to start an ashram and his followers, they said, you know, it's going to be $10 million. And, you know, how are we going to do this, Guru, Guru Ramana? How are we going to do this? Where is the money going to come from? And his response was, the money will come from wherever it is at the time. And you have to think about that because when you look at somebody like Paramahansa Yogananda that wrote the autobiography of a yogi, he was able to create the Self-Realization Fellowship in Encinitas, California, which is one of the most beautiful properties in Southern California, right along the coastline in San Diego in North County in a town called Encinitas. And it is overlooking the ocean. And it's got to be at least 50 acres, maybe, maybe more. It's a gigantic complex. And there is a beautiful meditation garden there that overlooks the ocean. There's multiple koi ponds and beautiful plants and flowers and trees. And it's such a serene, beautiful, peaceful place. Paramahansa Yogananda was born in, in not a great part of India and was not from a rich family. And it's an unbelievable story what happens when somebody catches an authentic wave of spiritual energy, all of this amazing stuff begins to manifest. And so I believe that when we detoxify the physical vehicle and when we do the different, mo the different holistic wellness modalities to retune the system, to retune this vehicle, magic happens. And you know, my favorite thing that, that Wayne Dyer said, and I'm a huge Wayne, Wayne Dyer fan, and I'll, I'll tell you a story that happened in Maui with Wayne Dyer. But before I do that, Wayne Dyer used to say, be realistic, expect miracles. And I think that humanity has been conditioned to be so self-deprecating intentionally. You know, is it Bruce Lipton that wrote The Biology of Belief? You know, he says that the average human being has something like 60,000 thoughts a day, 80% of which are negative and self-deprecating and repetitive. So if we have 60,000 thoughts a day and 80% are negative, that means that 48,000 thoughts a day are negative, self-limiting, self-deprecating. They're holding us back and they repeat constantly. And you're telling me that the enemy exists outside of our own mind. That's impossible. You know, I like to say when you get right with the reflection, your life will unfold with absolute perfection. And just like Wayne Dyer says, there is nothing wrong with being realistic and expecting miracles. There is nothing wrong with expecting good things to happen. There's nothing wrong with expecting positive news to unfold in your life. There's nothing wrong with thinking that you're going to get the, the promotion or the beautiful woman that you've had your eye on, or to have an amazing family, or to build the, your dream home on a thousand acres in Idaho or Wyoming, or, or anything you want. And I think that we are the limiting factor. It's the negative, repetitive thought process that is our true hindrance in life. And once we can get over that and realize through meditation and through an awareness of the repetitive thought process, that that is not who we are. 
magic begins to happen in our life. Magic. And there's nothing wrong with expecting it. I think it's our birthright. And I think that that truth has been hidden from us intentionally in order to keep us down, in order to keep us, quote unquote, working for the man, grinding at the job from nine to five or seven to seven, Monday through Saturday, or maybe Monday through Monday, and barely getting by and buried in debt and living this life of quiet desperation, total, utter insanity. We do not have to live like that. And when you spend enough time meditating, let's just be clear, even though it's wonderful to be in solitude in nature, and I think everybody should pack up a three-day bag and, and hike up into the mountains and bring a hammock and bring all your gear and, and learn how to spend time alone and learn how to reconnect with nature and light a bonfire and take your shoes off and stare up at the majestic stars above because like Journey says, the wheel in the sky keeps on turning. So if you think that we're these tiny ants on this little ball, you know, chasing the sun, doing the cork, this corkscrew through the galaxy, but you look up in the night sky and time-lapse photography shows the wheel in the sky keeps on turning with absolute perfection. And regardless of the time of year, regardless of the year in history, when we look up, it's always the same. There's a feeling of stillness and solitude and power. So if you can go into nature, great, do it. But meditation can be very, very simple. And there's a chapter in the Unchained Life Manual that I call Mindless Full. Meditation minus the frustration. Because I think we've all been conditioned to believe that meditation is this really difficult thing where we have to not think. Well, before we can not think, we have to at least be aware of the stream of consciousness and the thoughts that we are thinking in the first place. And so when you develop an awareness of the thinker, you realize that how can you be the awareness and the thinker at the same time? It's kind of like when people say, quote unquote, I hate myself. Who is the I hating the myself? Is the I the higher self? that is able to look at the myself and say, that's lower level behavior that I do not approve of and that is not who I am and I don't, I don't wanna be that guy or that, or that woman anymore? Is that who the I is? Because how can you be the awareness and the thinker simultaneously? Think about that for a minute. And then you're gonna start to say, whoa, I, I am aware of my thoughts. I, I am aware that there is this repetitive, self-deprecating program on a feedback loop, a repetitive playlist playing in the background of my mind all the time. And then that's when you can have some fun and you can say, I'm not that. I am not that. Those thoughts don't matter. That's not me. I don't care what happened last year or last month or 10 years ago or all the stupid things I've ever done or all the people I may have hurt or all the embarrassing, ridiculous things that I've made a fool of myself or mistakes or whatever you've done. We have to get to a point 
where we literally wash our hands and wash our soul of the past and move forward and realize that you are even more than the awareness. Let's take it a step further. And I don't know if you're ready for this, but let's just do it anyway. What if you're the observer? And that's what Dr. David Hawkins said. So there's the repetitive thought process that is going to just think all the time. It's going to think all the time. The, the, the eyes are going to blink. The lungs are going to breathe. The heart is going to beat. The fingernails are going to grow, just like Wayne Dyer would say in his seminars. Your hair is going to grow. The food is going to be digested and eliminated. These are all autonomous processes. And so what if the mind, what if consciousness, even collectively, was hacked I'm going to go ahead and stop the podcast now. We're coming up on 30 minutes. I'm going to have to do a follow-up on this of meditation and the mind and the thinker and the awareness and the observer. So thank you for your time. I thought that Anchor would let me go for an hour. I'm going to have to do, I guess, a different audio recording program next time and then upload that. So we got a 30-minute episode tonight. Let's go ahead and leave it there. A lot of fun, caught a fun wave. It was good to flow. I'll catch you guys soon on TikTok. Much love.